Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary here and Anita Baldwin. How are you doing today, Anita? Do you know, I'm having one of those days where I'm just a bit doolally. I don't know <laughs> what's wrong Hilarious. with me. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, the heat wave and now that's starting to go away. You're like, oh. I think because I've just normality. eaten a massive bag of chocolate toffees and I'm having a sugar oh. rush, so I feel slightly oh. jittery. Yeah, that's why then, like if I have yeah. like two cups of coffee, go on, go on, right off coffee, I am drinking green tea, but if I have like a proper coffee or two proper See, coffees. my husband listens outside the door, he's opening it going, what have you had? <laughs> you shouldn't listen. They're all gone, none left for you. So this is slightly different, Um, this, this week's podcast, instead of having a guest, Anita and I ran a masterclass in our... um. Well, it was a one-off masterclass, wasn't it, really, yeah. that we ran? It was like one of those impromptu ones where we just went out and said, yeah. we're doing this, anyone want to jump in this pop-up Facebook group, and then we'll send you the Zoom link. And everybody was on it. It was a meeting, not a webinar, so it was really informal um, and went really well. Yeah, and it was it. master your content in 60 minutes. So actually, it was less than 60 minutes because I think it was about 54 or maybe 56 minutes, something like yeah. that, but it was, it was actually less than 60 minutes. But unfortunately, because... We threw it together when we were away on holiday in, in uh, North Devon because we were like, this is slightly different. People need this. And then we went out with it. And as we said, people jumped on. And we had a few people say they were coming, but we were like, oh, you know, it was a boiling hot night. Who will come? You know, eight o'clock at night on a, in the middle of a heat wave in the UK. You're not really going to get people sat at your laptop. But more people came than we thought. And there was a few people that couldn't get on because we hadn't got the Zoom set up right, had we? We hadn't got it as large meetings. We didn't think we necessarily need to. So we thought, why don't we put the content into a podcast? And then them few that tried to get on and couldn't or couldn't make it because maybe they were sitting in the garden in the hot tubs. Or one lady, she was going out for a meal with her uh, mum that night and things. So we just thought, yeah, actually, instead of having replays, Plus. there's no replays or recordings for it. We thought, well, we'll put the content together into a Yeah, podcast. plus we've had loads of feedback saying how useful it was for people. So if it was useful for those, it will be useful for you um, and whoever else listens to this. And it is great stuff, all stuff people should be doing. So we, you know, say that we could, we've been doing this a long time. We've worked with a lot of different businesses and we can pretty much just look at somebody's um, social media feed and let you know whether they're making any money and how it's going for them. And it takes like a couple of minutes. We can say exactly where they're going wrong and exactly what they need to do. So this is like an amalgamation of all that stuff we've learned over the years of working with people and knowing what will make people successful and just giving you five really easy principles that you need to follow um, for your content in order to make more money on social media so whether you're not making any money yet um, and you're not getting any clients through social media or you feel like you've plateaued and want to get to the next level all of this stuff is for you and things that you need to do. So let's get into it. Principle number one. I'm not going to start with five, am I? Slightly differently. Five, 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 we're going to do the top one. five. Let's start with one, shall we? Maybe. Um, yeah. So the first one is no like and trust. And before you groan and roll your eyes and go, mm. no, 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 I know that. Uh, yeah, you might know it, but are you doing it? <laughs> um, so it's important that uh, when people look at your feed or any of your content, that they are able to get to know you, like you, and trust you. And what we mean by this is to know you, you need to show you, not just your faceless entity of your logo or your name of your business or um, your products. Or, you know, it needs to be that they get to know you because we buy from people. We always like to support and buy from people that we that we actually know so how much of that goes into the content that you put out there or are you being generic it's really important here is to either attract or repel so don't try and please all of the people all of the time don't try and be vanilla and generic and not not you know 
say anything that might be seen as controversial or opinionated or anything like that actually do try and do those things so have a think about one of the things we advise people to do is have a think about maybe write down three absolutes about you and your industry that you absolutely believe in and will stand by to your dying day and then three hates three things that really irritate you about your industry or about other people that work in your industry or what have you um and um kind of build your camp around those go out with them and if people disagree with you that's absolutely fine let them just hold your ground and say this is how i feel about this um and don't be afraid to be controversial because there'll be people out there who are not really sure and they're just looking for someone to kind of um take them by the hand and lead them and someone who's really sure about what they're doing and really confident we only want to spend money with these people who are really sure and confident um and that's what we're looking for not someone who is well it might be like this and if you're like that you might want this and you know none of that is um it's going to start attracting people so don't be afraid to repel as well as attract people and and this is one of the ways you're going to do that so you're not for everyone and that is perfect so attracting and repelling because you, you a lot of people have heard of attraction marketing so they're all on board with that being a certain way to attract people but they, they forget everything's got it's like um fours and against it's like katie hopkins for example loads of loads and loads of people hate her obviously and then lots and lots and you'll be surprised lots and lots and lots of people absolutely love her so it's she's kind made of... an awful lot of money having that personality being a spokesperson on various things and being asked to be on various things so she you know although um yeah she is like a almost a pantomime villain isn't she yeah they get her on so that people can be like oh throwing stuff at the telly and what have you but it gets those viewing figures up doesn't it rotten tomatoes um yeah mm. definitely mm. So we're not saying you need to be like her or Simon Cowell, although you get you, you're like Simon Cowell. No, you Simon tell Cowell. me I'm like Simon Cowell. You think if you say it enough, it will stick. I say it enough, but the thing stick. is, the beauty of social media is that there's like millions and millions of people on it. So even if you you know repel eighty percent and only attract twenty percent, that's still a load of people, more than enough business to fill your books. So just consider this permission to just go out and start being who you are and saying you know what what pisses you off about stuff in your industry and what do you love and will never change regardless of the fashion or what other people want to do and just be known for that and trust me the right people will start to gravitate towards you then and things will yeah. get easier rather than you just getting lost in amongst all the other people that do the same thing as you and you're all showing up in a similar way and how do how do we pick you and that's the other thing show up because if you don't show up you won't get seen so um the second thing leads on from this really which is position yeah. yourself as a leader so we don't want to work with somebody that might be able to help us or could possibly help us like anita said with regards to the language there um we want certainty when we're buying into somebody or something we want to know that it's going to work and the only way that people are going to be sure of what you do is if you're sure for one and then you show up as that leader so you're not here to please everyone you're here to actually step step up and be the leader in whatever it is that you do yeah. And sometimes if you're a coach, that might be saying something to someone that's actually difficult for them to hear and uncomfortable for you to say. But if it's going to get them to that end result, then it's it needs saying, doesn't it? You know, you're yeah. not there to just blow smoke up people's ass because you're not going to get them to there. So the question is, do you believe in what you do? Would you buy your services or products? Um, and if the answer is yes, then go out and share that and say how bloody great you are um, and how awesome your products or services are and how they really get all this. You know, don't be wishy-washy. Don't be bland and don't be, well, there might be one person who doesn't get the result. So I can't go out and say that as an absolute, even though the 
the 99% did get the result, you know, just go out, be really bold and confident in what you do and believe in yourself because you can't expect other people to believe in you and um, spend money with you unless you're demonstrating that you've got 100% confidence in what you do. And some of you might be thinking, well, I've only been in business two minutes. I've not done this for long. It really doesn't matter. You know your stuff enough to have been bold enough to go out and set up a business doing this thing. So you need to believe and you need to step into that and be the leader to Mm. attract people to you with your content. Because if you don't, um, you can be putting out all the content in the world, but like no one's going to believe in you if you don't believe no. in yourself. Not. It's a mindset thing, isn't mm. it? It's a limiting belief. It's a, it's I don't know. It's a part of being um, maybe being like very British or very female or worse, a British female, <laughs> where you don't really like to go out and shout about how great you are because it's quite arrogant and you know you've kind of taught not to not to be brash and and, yeah. and show offy and all of that kind of thing. But unfortunately, um, you've got to kind of get over all of that, and that is exactly what you have to be on social media in order to stand out because Anna and I um you know we're in this space we're on social media and we see other people doing things and we see people doing things who we follow and we know um aren't as good as they say they are and aren't as good as other people we know who aren't talking about how great they are but they're absolutely smashing it so you know it's not even about how good you are like Anna said it doesn't matter if you've just started and it's about how confident you are in talking about what you do making people believe in you one of the things that the things that we don't think are necessary for success in this industry is banging on about how qualified you are so um, an example I always give is you know you've never been to um, a dentist and said can I just check that you're fully qualified and see your exam certificates because if they call themselves a dentist you just assume they're a dentist and they've done the right training so that is actually how we operate with everyone because you know we don't have the time to go and check everybody's credentials yeah. if you go out with confidence um, talking about what you do and how you do it then that's all you need to do but if you're banging on about all the qualifications you've essentially you're just talking about yourself and um, that's really boring for other people so yeah don't focus on that focus on the outcomes you get for people and confidently tell them that you can do that for them the language matters so yeah not could maybe almost whatever is I can do this because you know that you can so the third thing is ask for the sales so lots of people that we uh, work with before they start actually going through our systems and processes is they're actually on social media they're actually doing the thing they've set up their social we actually had a conversation with a lady this morning who um, we were auditing because we off the back of these masterclasses we did some audits and one lady we audited her um instagram for her and it's great it's brilliant it's exactly how it needs to be um but she just never lets anyone know how they can how they can work with her or, or how the process works or anything she ne- it's not clear how how if you wanted to buy anything from her how would you do it so Think about that. You might be thinking, well, I'm, I'm doing all the things. I've read all the books. I've got all the courses. I'm out there. I'm following it all. Why am I not getting any sales? Well, are you asking? Because if you don't ask anybody, nobody will know how to buy from you. Yeah. So I think the reason people don't do it is because it makes you feel a bit awkward and a bit cringy. Mm-hmm. So there are many ways you can do this without just saying, please, will you buy from me? Um, which is cringy and awkward. And, yeah. you know, we've worked with clients. We've worked with a brand photographer who, um, after working with us for a couple of months, get all the other bits in alignment I'm not saying it's one post is this easy but she put out something um, and got nine new clients from it Um, and another lady who um, quadrupled her business in two months working with us so a lot of this is there's a foundational part obviously but a lot of it is just going out and um, using different ways to ask for the sale in ways that don't make you feel awkward and do make people go I'm going to buy that 
So yeah, yeah. It's really you've probably important. got lo loads of lurkers in your world. If you use social media and you've used it for a while and you think you're out there and you think people are seeing you, but you're unsure why, I bet uh, why they're not buying. I bet you've got loads of lurkers that would love to hear an offer from you or something way that they could buy from you and they they'll jump in and they'll buy from you. Um, but if you never if you never put like set your stall out, they'll never know where to go to go and buy. So that's a yeah, really definitely one. the fourth one is about collaboration. So make it easy for yourself. That's um, you know by now if you've been listening to any of our stuff is um, our motto is let it be easy so you don't always have to sell every individual product or service to an end user you can collaboration is is fun um it can you know stop you feeling like you're just working on your own all the time and help you gather momentum um it gives you additional content and you give them additional content you can work with people you like um, and you can find potential collaborators on social media so think about who also sells to your ideal client that doesn't um, compete with you. And they might cross over a bit. We work with business coaches and deliver like the social media module of their course. And, you know, we are also, you know, coach people on all aspects of business. So there is a bit of an overlap and business coaches do social media, but it doesn't mean we can't work together. Um, so think about uh, how to use social media to try and attack, attack attract potential <laughs> collaborators um, and things that they might be interested in reading about and make sure you build content for those with those people in mind as well and lead as well with um what you can offer them not all about what you can if you see that someone's got a big audience you might think great they're all my people you can't like run out to them and say oh well, i want to pitch to all your people I want to email to everyone about, on your yeah, list can i do can you just pitch this for me no you've got to lead with some kind of value yourself so for example we have this podcast so we ask people to come on our podcast and often they go on to be partners and work with us like the lady like karen kassane i don't know i need to find out what episode number that is but we're got we've been invited to go and deliver half a day at her retreat her three-day retreat um in france in a castle in france um in september so um we would have never have got that if we hadn't have offered to her to come on the podcast first of all so obviously not everybody's gonna have a podcast but you will have some vehicle or something that you can offer you've probably got content you know your stuff so you probably have some content and if you're a little bit further along you would already have a freebie pdf or a lead magnet whatever you're calling it um if not deliver one just give you three best tips uh, to achieve whatever the outcome is put it together and use free canva if you want and put it together as a pdf and say you know this might be relevant to your audience um, would you like to share it with them and then i can do the same with my audience or something yeah. like that or even like a half an hour masterclass on the thing yeah. that you're that and you go into their facebook group that they've built up but it obviously adds value as well so something along that those lines it doesn't have to be you know um anything to it's something that you know anyway like the back of your hand you can go yeah. and do and help with but um, think about when you approach these people um through social media the first thing they'll do is check you out online and have mm -hmm. a look at um do they do they think they could work with you do they like you do you actually offer value so the fifth thing is about what does your feed look like yeah. so it doesn't matter if you go live or if you do posts and you only have you know three views maybe two comments something like that and you feel a bit despondent at that but actually what you're doing is you're building a credible feed so that before someone um either responds to messages in terms of working with you or collaborating with you they will check out your feed um and if they don't like what they see or they there's only like um i don't know funny cat videos and you're saying you're an expert in imposter syndrome they'll go well that doesn't seem to gel um they'll reject you often without even contacting you so you won't even know you'll just go well they're rude they've never answered my message or whatever um so a great what exercise you, need you guys can do even right now is go and open up like one of your platforms and go and see 
what it looks like the last few things that you posted about so it's not there's nothing wrong with going a bit out there or whatever um every now and then but just if you go in and ref, like have a look and get rid of anything that's not relevant if people are tagging you in things that you don't want to be tagged in that aren't relevant to your business when you get to a level as well people will be so cheeky you won't believe they're asking you to share their thing or oh you've got a big following so uh you can share this for me no because it's not relevant to my business what why would i want to unless you're passionate about it and want you choose that you want to mm. but even then you need to go back and like clear that out of your feed because it's not relevant if they're tagging what, you remove that tag on their post yeah. really easily on all platforms and i'd advise you to do it i always do it yeah because people are looking at your feed because they're interested in you and what you've got to say they don't want to see unless it's a testimonial unless it's somebody like um saying oh, we, you know, this, you are great, then that's fine. Leave that one up there because it's social proof. But other than that, don't let anybody be tagging you in random crap that's not relevant to you and your business because that's what you use this for now. So that is a, and that's important to attract clients. It's important to tra attract collaborators, um, anyone really. If people are thinking of, you know, you don't even know what PRs out there, whether somebody's thinking about doing an article and they need someone in your field and somebody said, oh, go to them. But if they look and it's it's a disconnect, they won't. So my thing that I do is I am a Leicester City football fan, as you know, and um, and also obviously follow like Grand Prix and England and, and things things like that. So often I'll, I'll post and it gets engagement with my, with my followers and things about that. But what I will do is I'll go back and I'll take them out because it's not relevant, it's not up to date, it's not, you know, doesn't sell our business and what we do. So I clear that out as, so I might put it, I mean, I'm going to a pre-season friendly, as we record this, it's a Friday, I'm going to a pre-season friendly at Burton Albion to, versus Leicester tomorrow. And that's in my feed now, but that will go because it's really not relevant to get Savvy Club and what we do in terms of, you know, um, people wanting to work with us and things. So, yeah, have a think about what you might have in that. So you might. And it's fine if it's like your kids and your family because we, we still want to get to know you. So you can still still like leave those ones up, but you can't have too much of that going on, can you really? You can't have like you love your cakes, don't you, and bake off and things, but you wouldn't have like a whole feed full of different cakes that you've seen or at. It's just not. We love our food, but we don't like post food pictures because that's not relevant. If you're using social media for business, the only reason someone will have a quick look at your feed is because they're interested in either working with you or buying from you. So it has to stack up. So it's like if you had a butcher's shop and you only put um, wool or knitting patterns or something in the window and someone would go, oh, check out that great butcher's and they'd turn up and they go, doesn't seem to sell me. I'll just wander off. Um, and it's exactly the same with your feed. So just make sure it's relevant. It positions you as an authority and you are demonstrating how great you are. And it really makes somebody want to work with you. So if you struggle, get somebody you it's maybe is your ideal client or you value their opinion um, and just get them to have a look and say, what do you think I do from looking at my feed? So that's what we yeah. did following the masterclass. We did one platform for anyone that wanted it and we just had a look at their feed and um, just spent five minutes with them saying right here's what's great here's what's not great go away and do this kind of stuff and it's really useful to do in fact we should do it on our own we should do it on each other's that would be yeah. a good exercise yeah. why have you got this on here oh, i don't know yeah. <laughs> what is a good idea at the time you'd be amazed how you put things on and then forget about them yeah and then they're out of date and it just it just looks a bit tired and like you don't care so yeah it's your first impression it's your shop window so it needs to be as good as it can be definitely so number one is no like and trust um, which is all about showing up uh, your type of content's being uh, attracting and repelling so again think about those three things that uh, are 
a must for you in your business and what you love about it and the three things that you absolutely hate in your business well not in your business but in your industry that you're, you're against and go out with that confidently number two is position yourself as a leader we want to um work with people that seem to know what they're doing so you don't have to be the leader of the whole thing but you do need to be a leader in in your business and what you're doing you are the ceo you are the one that that you need to show up and you need to be confident in what you're doing the third is ask for the sale so there's no point going out putting lots of value out there and never explaining to anybody how they can work with you and how they can actually part with their money and pay you for something fourth is collaboration um and the fifth is what does your feed look like go and have a little nose at your feed and let's always as always you can message us and let us know that you've listened to this podcast episode and what your feed looks like what you found in there Overall, the message is you've got to show up, you've got to be in it. Mm. You know, there are no shortcuts, really. There's ways to make it easy and there's ways to make more money, um, but there are no shortcuts. You've got to put the hard graft in. So um, when Anna and I were talking about our three absolutes and our three hates, one of the, the things that really irritates me about people in our industry is the ones that say, I only work two hours a day and I've got making a million pounds a year or whatever. And you just think, I know that's not true because I see you do this, 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 this. And why not just say, I've worked hard and I've done really well and you can too. But it, this just seems to it be this thing. makes people feel bad, does it? Well, actually, I know why they do it because people... I know not, why, Not everybody, but, but in a, a lot of people are quite lazy and they, <laughs> and they don't want to do the work. So they'll think, oh, well, if she did this and made this much money, I only want like a quarter of that. So maybe if I did the same amount of work a couple of hours a day, I'll be able to get to just a quarter. And, and we know that that's not, if you actually look at people behind the scenes, you'll find, when you when you watch someone for a while, you actually see the cracks. So yeah, that is a really frustrating thing that people do in our industry because I don't believe that you can just literally just do it an hour here and an hour there and then everything else falls into place. You have to work. You might be able to when you get to a level but you might be able to yeah. cut back and do a lot and less. And you don't, you definitely don't have to be on social media all day, every day. Yeah. You don't, we're not saying you have to do that, but you know, to have a successful business, you need to put the effort in. And it's no different with social media. It's about um, repetition and it's about consistency and it's about showing up um, and knowing the right things to do. And that's what will get you there, really. Anna Geary here just interrupting this podcast episode to tell you about a win from somebody in our Get Savvy Academy not sure what the Get Savvy Academy is it's our monthly membership uh, where our tribe aka savages join and we will help each other rise within our businesses so the wins don't have to be massive you don't have to have taken over the world or anything like that but we encourage everybody in there to share their wins so that we can support each other on our business journey and this week um, the win that we decided to share on the podcast with you guys is from carol paul who has a business called pa your way and her win this week was that she went on holiday and she was super strict with herself and she only opened the laptop once. So she actually got proper friend, like family time without working, which for somebody that's as busy as Carol, if you know Carol, you know she's super busy. So well done, Carol, for setting those boundaries and sticking with that. And all wins are important. Anyway, back to the episode. The other thing is... Um, Lots of people on the online space will go, you don't need an audience. I see Facebook ads oh, saying, yeah. you don't need a massive audience. So-and-so made £40,000 just from an email list of 200 people. And I know that that's rubbish. And yeah. um, yes, there might be the odd exception where it worked. But generally, it's a numbers game. The more people you have, the more eyes you have on your stuff. Um, by the time you get through the funnel, and people filter out here and filter out there and conversion rates and all of that. Um, and you're selling at 2% of where you started or whatever, then that will dictate the amount of money you make. It's a formula. So the more you've got in the top end, the more that will fall out the bottom end. And the people falling out the bottom end are the ones that are paying. 
paying you the money. What? But it's the same. It's the same in social media. So if you've only got um, an audience of 500 people on LinkedIn, then when you put a post out, a small percentage of those, same on any platform, a small percentage of those will see your content. So if you've got an audience of 20,000 people, when that small percentage number is the same, the actual number of eyes on you will be way bigger. It stands to reason, doesn't it? So yeah. more people will see your stuff and more people will buy you. Which stuff. is it's bad. It's really bad that they say that about you don't need an audience because then you find people that have got like 150 friends or something and they go i'm just going to go for it and they do which is fair play to them they're taking action they're going for it and then they're going to get despondent they're like no one's bought they're going to think their their products what they're doing is crap no one wants it but and, and that's not the truth the truth is you didn't fill your world with potential clients first you didn't have people there with eyes on you watching what you were doing so it's not your but actually people might quit from that thinking oh it's not worth then when in actual fact it probably is brilliant what you're doing but no one knows about it because you haven't got enough people in in your world yet you just need to yeah. fill it up with those ideal clients which is what social media is an yeah. opportunity to fill it right up and the other thing that we absolutely detest in this industry are people that just constantly tell you you've got to do this 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 and you just feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're failing and not doing the right thing you're not doing i've never done a real i have no intention of doing a real because we make money on social media as we are. Um, LinkedIn is my favorite platform. It works for us. We get new people wanting to work with us all the time. Um, so why? We do reels, but not in the traditional sense. What she means is she's not going to stand there doing a silly dance, pointing to uh, letter like quotes as she, as she goes, which that takes a long time to actually put that together as well. If you want to create that and get it all, it's time-consuming reels. That's why we say don't waste much time doing it. Um, but I might get when we go on our photo shoot. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a reel with you but it'll be like a scrappy quick reel it won't be a bloody take all day reel oh, i will tell you when, so I, when, the, the, when i've got a spare hour waiting for kia to get you one good, good photo one good photo of you so <laughs> stop doing weird things with my when face. you're like when it's all that time then, then i'll do That's a reel rude. <laughs> i'll have a bit of time on my hands there waiting loads, to get loads. that shot <laughs> um, yeah, so really, there's so many people saying you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to win this platform and that platform. And some of the times we meet people and they go, I just feel overwhelmed, I don't know where to start, so I don't start. And I feel like because there's so much out there telling them what they should be doing, it all, and I'm exactly the same when people say, you've got to do this, 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 I think, well, I'm not even going to start because that yeah, sounds too like much hard work. Yeah. So what I love is breaking it down and saying, don't be on all platforms, just be on one platform. Yeah. Just get good at that. Spend a little bit of time every day on it um, and start getting clients on it. And then if you want to move and incorporate a second platform, do that. But you don't need to be doing all singing or dancing. Um, and the people that are telling you that you do, um, I mean, people doing reels, it gets great views. You say this all the time, I know it gets great views. Um, but does it make you money? You know, other than, tell me if you people out there doing reels. Yeah. And, well, the amount like, of time, the amount of um conversations we've had with people that feel like they're doing instagram wrong or something because they have done these reels that have got all these thousands of likes but they haven't got any more business from it suggests that actually it doesn't get you any more business doesn't it yeah i know that from the research so don't be overwhelmed don't think you have to be on all platforms don't think you have to use all functionality on all platforms mm. either do it make it work for you do it in a way that suits you that's what it's about isn't it yeah. It's a tool. It's a it's a sales and marketing tool to just bring you business so you can do the thing you're good at and the thing you love. So you don't go into business to want to wear all those different hats, but you're thrown into it. And you might actually hate the social media hat right now. And to be fair, a lot of people, when they come to us originally, they do hate their social media hat because they don't, don't want to do it. But when we... 
explain to them it's a lot easier than they think and they don't have to do all the things and they don't have to stand like a prat dancing around like as if they're on a TikTok or pointing at things. Or take pictures of their dinner every day. No, you don't have to do that. Random, thank God. Yeah, but some do tell you that. Oh, and you don't also have to have a calendar of whatever day it is of the month and be like, oh, it's I saw the other day it was National Junk Food Day or something. So you don't need to yeah. run, randomly going out about it's National Junk Food Day, even though you're a mindset therapist. What's that all about? Why would you, you know, it's got no connection there? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. So it's a good job you don't have to take a picture of your meal because I haven't been to the shop for a while. So my lunch was two sausages oh great <laughs> serena showed me, showed awesome me nutrition. A, a tiktok video of this um boy that was saying like when it's hot your mum can't be able to make you dinner and basically the mum is a joke thing obviously the mum had given him like a barbecue sauce from mcdonald's packet of paracetamols and then like a, a snack bar yeah it's not too far from me i have before given when my son was quite young, um, I gave him a, a dinner sweet corn and a spoon for his dinner. But he ate it, he loved it. It's healthy, isn't it? Anyway, that's uh, a bit of a digression, isn't it? So do these five things. Uh, let us know how you get on and start smashing it on social media. Yeah, see you all soon. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.